The excitement is building for the return of ACL Radio's Blues on the Green this year. Mark your calendar for two nights of music, food, and fun, Tuesday, June 11th and Wednesday, June 12th. We want to thank all of our sponsors, specifically Circuit of the Americas, for helping to keep ACL Radio's Blues on the Green free and open to the public in Zilker Park. Blues on the Green is an Austin tradition, and we look forward to seeing you again this summer. It is not sabotage. It is three guys on sports in your ear holes. 1027 ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer, as usual. Uh, it's a Thursday. How are you guys doing? Good. Excellent. I've been up in primer. Oh, priming nice. walls. A little spray thing. And it turns out when you sheet off everything uh, and there's little to no airflow, it just sticks around. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got some good takes today. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, All right. We need those. Well, this has been three guys on paint. Now back to three guys on sports. And um, Noah, I know you want to talk about how it's the 40th anniversary of the miracle on ice. Do you believe in miracles? I don't. No? I don't. That's I don't. so sad. Yeah, what? I believe in magic, but not miracles. What about the Music City one? Did you believe in that miracle? Remind me of the Music City Miracle. That's the, uh, when they commit like four forward passes on the uh, <laughs> kickoff return that sent the Titans okay. to the... Uh, okay. I think it sends them to the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. Because, see, I get it confused with the actual Super Bowl when they played against the Rams. And they come up a yard up, short. Like, inches short. R.I.P. Steve McNair. Mm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that his name? I always mix him up because of Cal McNair and the McNairs owning the Texans. And yeah, he's not part the Oilers of the family. Family. Yeah. They're, they're different uh, brothers. But I always forget mother. if his actual name was Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that just makes me sad because, yeah, I, re- I remember when Steve... I'd- Eddie George on the cover mm, of what yes. would that be, Madden 2000? I think so. Yeah. Uh, right. RIP to Eddie George's career. It's a shame that Ray Lewis stole it from you with that football in that playoff game. It's <laughs> the same sense. Never, if, you ever, if you have not witnessed somebody steal another man's soul, go watch that, uh, that playoff game between mm. the Titans and the Ravens because mm. Ray Lewis did it, and it was, it was downhill. Next thing you know, it was on the Cowboys, and that's... Oof. 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 Vontez Burfick took Antonio Brown's soul twice. Yes, he did. That's probably the reason Antonio Brown is the Antonio Brown we and know and love today. That's why we got CTESPN <laughs> via him. Thank you. I don't think his soul. I think he just took his sanity. Yes, a little yeah. bit of that too. Although Antonio Brown, was that before or after he uh, took the, the cleat the to the punter? face on the punter? Yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, after. Soul, soul. Fire up chips, baby. Wearing my Central Michigan shirt. Proud uh, alumni of Central Michigan, Mr. Antonio Brown. Oh, Teammates I, with, oh, I was okay. going to say the punter. <laughs> uh, no, no, not the punter. Teammates with uh, J.J. Watt. Fun fact for you there. Played tight end before transferring to Wisconsin. Oh. Did he just, he just recently called out J.J. Didn't he say something? Yeah, like he's he been calling out steroids? a lot of people. Yes. I meant to talk yeah, about that's that. That's the one. Yep, yep. CTESPN, of course, the report. Oh, so you're just, you just blaming that on CTE? Okay. No, this is what his is. CTESPN. I mean, he puts hashtag CTESPN okay. before all of his tweets. It's great. It's when Antonio clever. Brown tries to connect thoughts, it sounds like the breaking news thing. It's just beep, 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 <laughs> beep, That's what it sounds like going on in his brain. Yeah. Oh, man. Look, I, I don't want to be the guy that has to defend Antonio Brown. I'm just saying, J.J. Watt, I mean, you look at that dude, like, that's... Might be may, a man roided, yes. I, I feel like... Uh, I, what's, what's weird about J.J. is he's so much bigger than his brothers. I have not compared them to... Like, the, T.J. and what was the other ones Derek. there that played for, huh? Derek. Derek Watt? Derek. Derek. He could have uh, gone DJ, he like, did not. He's like, no, I'm not going to be DJ. I'm like, that's why you're a fullback. Uh, a fullback, fullback. Derek. But, uh... In in terms of height, at least JJ was is, is much much larger than them. It feels like they all seem like gigantic individuals to me. But again, I have not I have not I don't know their 
I don't have their biometrics in front of me. Um, <laughs> text message 835-1027. This made me laugh. Ray Lewis killed somebody and no one ever talks about yeah, it. Yeah, Ray true. did. Yeah, uh, no, did. we talked about it a lot. He was maybe just there. Marvin Harrison, on the other hand, more than likely definitely kills him. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, he definitely shot somebody, but now we shouldn't. We don't, you're not supposed to say his name. Don't say his name. That's how he's, he's like Candyman, okay? You say Marvin Harrison. I said it twice now. One more time. One more time. Watch out. Uh, no, I guess, I'm wrong. TJ just looks smaller for some reason. TJ 6'4", JJ 6'5". Oh, there you go. See? I mean, like, JJ just... Damn. I don't know what the, the, point, the point of that was that, like, I... If we are going to just immediately jump into JJ Watt, is he on steroids? Because Antonio Brown said so. Is uh, He just said steroids on the, in the tweet. But, like... He could mean all kinds of things that are not necessarily legal. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very clear that uh, JJ is on all the protein powders in the world and everything. But and know. he owns a terrible soccer team, apparently. Yeah, overseas, right in mm-hmm. England somewhere. Him and his wife. Ah, he's trying mm-hmm. to go full on Wrexham. His hair was crazy during the Super Bowl. I don't know what he was doing there. He addressed yeah. that though. He tried See, to do a little bit of that, like 2003. It's a really spiky. bold move in the most viewed sporting of most yeah. viewed television events. Like, yeah. you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna Brand new look. Give me a little of that hair gel. I'm more Get concerned back. about him trying to be the new Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee. Ah, how so? It's yeah, like he, he will he's like Aaron, pseudoscience. Aaron, no, Aaron, no, he's just. But he's just like, oh, there's a window now of of the athlete who goes on there and says stuff mm-hmm. and. Because uh, Aaron's done with, with that, at least for the season. And I'm just like, oh, I, I see you, JJ. I see you trying to get that 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 Pat McAfee just buff. Come coach up our D line. Kind of like how Hakeem does with the Rockets and the centers. Did y'all see um, the picture that speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he posted? He was hiking with RFK, Robert F. Kennedy, the other no, day. No, but yeah, was you know how annoying that conversation had to be. Just <laughs> in between Rodgers' opinions and the way RFK sounds. Yeah, he sounds weird. Surprised it just wasn't a Photoshop picture of Aaron Rodgers hiking with JFK. Ah, JFK, mm-hmm. rip. Yes, rip. JFK. Where was Rodgers that day? JFK was assassinated. You know, mm. people don't talk That's a good about question. it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know. I know JFK. I know uh, Ted. Fun facts about Ted Kennedy. Wasn't he the plane crash one? No, that's JFK Jr. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, no. Ted, yes. Ted, is, CIA Ted is, is the pretty one good with that one too. Went off the road into the water. Yeah, Chappaquiddick. Yes, Chappaquiddick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he got some hostages freed from somewhere, and everybody's like, "All right, Ted, keep doing what you're doing." Um, didn't anyway. get that hostage out of the trunk of his car. <laughs> Do what? Said he didn't get that hostage out of the front seat of his car. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, now I'm like four sides deep. Okay, JJ Watt, the hair. Maybe this is me growing up in the early 2000s. That was graduated in 2001 from high school. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Yeah, the frosted tips, I don't mind sugar it. A. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind I'm that. Down on that. Old bedhead look. He looked like uh, a badger. Like he was a former badger. Kind of had that badger look. The way it was shaped. You know what I mean? Badger, 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 mm, badger, badger, badger. Mushroom, mushroom. That's the one. Uh, okay. You know what? Just hard reset. Ignore all those asides, Nick. Uh, today's National Margarita Day. It is. Hey, I saw man. that. I was wrong. I thought it was the twelfth. That shows how many I drank on that day. It turns out <laughs> it's the twenty second. <laughs> oh, you messed up, Sawyer. Oh, rats! I gotta have Matt National Margarita Day twice. Oh, Twist rats. my arm. What's your favorite margarita place? Eight three four one zero two seven. I'm a go. baby A's Purple Marg. Purple Marg. OG that might as that's a, but does it constitute as a margarita? Because it's more of just a daiquiri in the sense that it's grain alcohol. Mm. <laughs> it's not tequila. It's called the purple margarita. That's fair. I mean, what, what, what more do you need? Is a Mexican martini a margarita? It's all the elements of a margarita, but they just put a little bit of olive in it. 
Yeah, they're picking, making a martini form. It's a margarita mm. martini form now. Mm. I do like a good Mexican martini. I like a Mex- uh, they're Mexican martini. Can you pour the, can you pour Dude. with the strainer thing? Yeah, but okay. my friend, we went to Baby A's once, and when they sat it down, they put the glass in front of me. And goes, I don't need this, and then he looks at me. and goes, to go cup. <laughs> and we just <laughs> left with the shakers. <laughs> Not supposed to do that. No, no. I I, I feel bad, and I won't say any names here, but uh, I, I've got a, a couple of friends who just like they cannot. Every single time they spill it, and I'm like, how do you just grab it one hand? You squeeze pour. it, just pour. Like it's it's not hard. Like what do you? Mm. What's, what's the disconnect here? But you like uh, it on the rocks? You like it frozen? Or what, I what's see. The well, away? I like a good flavored margarita. Give mm. me a good mango, peach. Okay, Taco Cabana's the spot for that. Nah, I ain't doing no Bajas. <laughs> Get out of here. If I, I got I to know what the flavor is. What is a Baja flavor? Mm. I assume just Mountain Dew. Yeah, just Baja. Uh, well, that's what I said Taco Cabana. They don't do the Baja. They got the mango. Oh, they got the strawberry. Sorry. They got the Blue Raz. Yeah, I'm telling everything I've ever done. The the Taco Bell, Taco Cabana, margaritas. They're so fun because they let you make them yourself. They send you home with like a little airplane bottle. I don't trust you with <laughs> it at all. <laughs> I don't trust you with, with the build your own margaritas. Uh, how are you guys on uh, salt, sugar, tahini? Salt. I like. It. I've recently got. I don't to the get tahine. the people that do sugar. I don't get sugar either. I think those are more for like a, a, a sweeter type thing. I don't know if that's strictly a margarita. I'm a beer rita guy over margarita mm. too. The give, me the go- give me the goblet with the tiny little Corona. No, I don't like yeah, yeah, I like those. Those are crazy. It's Separate fun. Equal. That's what I say on my alcohol. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, I most of the the fruity flavorful ones that I get, you know, they have to get the frozen one. And so it's just. Also, I feel like it's this. As a bartender, you have to hate mixing margaritas. Like especially like today, if you are, if it's like, hey, we're, we're you know, you're going to be making margaritas today. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which it feels weird doing that in the middle of February. But hey, whatever, man. Global warming, fine. It's warm outside. Um, it's like I'm on, like like just just give me the the frozen. That's all it is. I'm, I'm only here for the alcohol and the the front fruit flavors. But all right, this has been three guys on margaritas. It'll be Marg Day. Uh, when we come back, do you believe in margaritas? Yes. <laughs> oh man, why did I not have? I meant to have the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville song. Terrible job at the start of the show. Today, R.I.P. Nick. Jimmy. Terrible Today's job. a hard one for National Margarita Day. We've lost a king. We have. Nah, he's drinking his memory, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's up there, still wasting, wasting away. away. Margaritaville. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, he made enough money to buy Miami, but he uh, he pissed it away so fast. Apparently. Like the equivalent, or I knew mm. that was an option. Like they could have been. That's a pirate's life at forty. I love Jimmy so much. Okay. <laughs> I'll do Jimmy Buffett quotes all day now. Sure, just lyrics. go for it, man. Go for it. It's Margarita Day. Happy Margarita Day. Also, uh, National Chili Day. But what? Yeah, we're doing both. Yeah, chili. Well, all yeah. these days, if you don't know the whole day situation, there's a guy that runs that National Today blog, uh, and he just made up like ninety percent of that. Is who's it, in charge of this? That guy. That guy. Who is that he, guy? There, he's just like, if there was not already an official Mr. Participation day, Trophy Award. He just filled out the entire calendar to have that website. And so you go up there and there's no rhyme. Wow. If there's not a rhyme or reason of why it's national, it's because he just picked it. He's like, so, oh, that's a work. We'll every slot day. that in at the 22nd. Yeah. Make every day Margarita Day. Whatever you want your day to be, do it. But uh, yeah, National Chili Day and uh, Chili's was voted, like I think USA Today said that they're one of the top places with the the, the margarita deals. So oh, you want to celebrate both Chili, chili Day and Hit up the Chili day. Parlor, too. You can yeah, hit the old bang bang. They got a good uh, margarita there. Okay. Okay. You have to do that. Chili's is right down here, right? There's one over the there. 45th Street one. It's famous. Iconic. All right. When we come back, Shannon Sharp was talking to Johnny Manziel. Oh, and yeah, he said he all kinds of things. I watched the entire two hours of that. Did you really? I did. Wow. 
uh, so I could bring you all things there. But mostly, I want to know: Have we? Uh, do we believe that Johnny Menzel is redeemed? Are we ready to what? forgive him? That kind of stuff. We'll discuss that when we return. Three guys on. Sports. Welcome back. It's three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you as well. Eight three four one zero two seven. That's how you uh, call or text into the show. I would read them, but my computer just decided to restart on its own Love in the that. middle of that uh, break there. Not your so, favorite thing yeah, in the world. Gotta, gotta stall for this thing to boot back up here, but uh, I'm sure it's just full of everybody telling us about their favorite margaritas, way they like to go, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, do you guys like an expensive margarita or a cheap one? Give me cheap. Cheap. Yeah. I remember I won't go I was, over 10 bucks. Right. Yeah. And that's like really pushing it. It's got to come in one of the big old bowls at that point. Give it a bowl, the fish bowl. I remember when uh, I was at Texas State, there's some restaurant that I don't remember the name of, but it's like an old train station down there by the by the river, uh, and they would have dollar margaritas on Wednesday. Mm, they mm. used to do the dollar margs at Grins, but those are like wine-based margaritas, too. If you give me that, oh, I'm, I'm sure going to be really angry with you. I'm yeah. going down to San Marcos this weekend to volunteer. Uh, for, oh, good for you. Yeah, I'm I didn't a, know you were on probation. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Uh, I'm going to be there in the AM, but I get off of uh, I'm doing the score table uh, for Special Olympics for basketball, which I'm excited about. Where should I go for lunch? That's the question for lunch? San Marcos. Yeah, because I'm done at like 12. Oh, that's easy peasy. Um, I can give you a list of a couple spots. If okay. you want to get like breakfast tacos, mm-hmm. I'd go to Las Vegas. Really okay. good. If you want a diner style breakfast, Cafe on the Square. Okay, I like the diner style If you breakfast. want a nicer brunch, uh, there's the Root Cellar. That's good. Ooh, if you want a great. BYOB Italian place, uh, there's an Italian garden. I'd say those okay. are okay. You're, you're if you want a sandwich, one. if you want a sandwich, Alvin Awards. Alvin Awards okay. is the original Schlotsky's when you get there. Yeah, that's, wow. That's All right. So I'll um, this down. I guess these have a really, what was, is that, uh, Rat place still there. It was like a Freebirds type thing. Okay. No, Zuka's? Zuka's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's man. These have really cheap beer. Valentina's for pizza. Valentina's. Okay. Say. Okay. Yeah, Valentino's. Uh, but if it, probably if you're going to pick one place, go, go get a burger from the tap room. The tap room? The tap room is very yeah. good. Very good wings, too. Do you ever go around the world when you're there, Sawyer? They no, have, man. They, yeah, you, I, they I, didn't have enough light beers for <laughs> me to get around the world. <laughs> you had to try oh, all these funky ones. Okay, cool. I'll try one of those. Okay. Jot hang these on, down. Hang, hang so out in the cool. land of the cat. I manually restart. What is the computer is freaking out? So I want to go to a game this year too. Football. Later. We can go to baseball. Oh yeah, that'd be now, cool. We gotta go to, we gotta, I'd be very down to go to a Bobcats football let's game, do that. even though we don't have a quarterback. All right. Now that nope. I think I no. think it's sort of my computer, <laughs> I've got my sound clips. Let's talk about this Johnny Manziel Shannon. Story. Yes. Yes. He does not want to talk about Johnny Manziel. Uh, we all watched the Netflix documentary, right? Where it came out that he tried to I did. kill himself. No. To kill himself. Wow, yeah. I got the recap from my friends when we were flying to Mexico City. One of mm-hmm. them watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, you were in front of me. Tell me what happened. Yeah, yes. well, the, the big thing was just that he, he made up the whole, his family comes from oil money or something, but apparently they do come from yeah, oil money. For some, right? Yeah. They're, like, not super rich, but they're well off. Well like, yeah. Apparently, I guess his dad tried to branch off and do his own thing, was a car salesman for a while, and so, like, they... They come from money, but that's not what obviously we, I don't know. So that, the that uncle and the uncle, what was his uncle Tony or something like that? What was his name? Uncle Uncle's, Nate. Uncle Nate. Is that his what friend? it was? Yeah, was but it was his uncle. friend and he was like his age. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was his, he was his right, manager. Right. His, his kind of guy there. What about him? No, yeah, that was just like apparently he was getting, you know, that was the guy who was involved in a lot of this. Oh, okay. Uncle, okay, yeah. Uncle Nate. Yeah. Which, it was just a dude who was his boy. Yeah. Uh, that one. And then, the, yeah, that he, when things uh, ended disastrously for the, with, with the Browns, he, he spent all his money and was preparing to kill himself. <laughs> wow. Uh, and luckily he did not. Yeah. I think you're supposed to say that. Um, now, this one is, is two hours. It goes into a lot of depth about what happened. Uh, it answers a lot of the questions that the documentary did not get into. 
Um, and I thought it's, it brings up a whole, a whole multitude of interesting points. Uh, but let's start with the, the biggest thing here is that apparently his dad asked for $3 million from uh, Kevin Sullivan. And my dad did this without me knowing. And I ain't mad at him about it for right. nothing. It's right. the way the business worked back then. Right. There was a bag man. There was a bag man at LSU. There was a bag man at Bama. There was a bag man at every school right. around the country if you were competing for a national title. It is what it was. Hmm. Which, yeah. The he's, bag man. Uh, which, you know, everybody's kind of operating under that. And, and it, it's, it's interesting because, like, a lot of the stuff that Johnny Menzel got in trouble for, the, the autographs, wanting to make money, uh, that aspect of it is, I think, a lot of people would say now in this day and age, like, yeah, you had every right, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. They, they talked about it. I forget now the exact number that Shannon Sharp said, but it was something like forty, fifty million uh, dollars in sales of Johnny Manziel jerseys. Yeah, mm. yeah, he got in trouble for the uh, autograph, autograph yeah. gate. Yeah, and you know they, they call uh, Kyle Field the house that Johnny built, mm. and so that kind of thing. Like, like I like I like that aspect of Johnny Manziel. Uh, some of the partying stuff. Eh, I mean he he definitely goes into all all of those details as well. Um, but my, my question for you guys, I guess, is like, did, do you, because he goes also into Reggie Bush huh. and his whole Heisman thing and okay. how like he's like a big advocate for getting Reggie his Heisman and sure. that deal had that. Yeah. The Heisman committee says that they, his records have to be reinstated by the NCAA. Yes. And nobody expects us to do that. Yeah. Like, we get into this whole, is there a, is it, is it a crime to break an unjust rule? I suppose. Or mm. do you think that, well, no, the rules are the rules and you blatantly broke the rules, even though everybody understands why. I mean, it wasn't just him, right? I mean, it was, he had the most light of on course, him at that course, time. Of course, the amount Michigan of money guy, this guy would have made in the NIL era, too. Oh, he says it was like $10 million. He would have made $10 million easy. Yeah. And he said, he mentions like just off his Instagram and knowing all the connects that he has, Drake, mm. LeBron, all of those. He calls up, he, what was it? I believe it was a Chimmy's in, uh, college station he called up the bar as soon as he got drafted and bought drinks for every single person there <laughs> yeah it's a pretty cool move oh yeah i think the problem is is when you're an ass and you break the rule then yeah. people yeah. find it hard right to really care but if he was like i don't know a more upstanding gentleman um and not some alleged party animal who i mean had a pretty exciting college career has one massive win under his belt for the most yeah. part, which is very impressive. That I mean, he Bama, goes yeah. into didn't they go into they Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa for that one too correct. and get yeah. the win? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the wheels Day just game, not w- a night game, totally different. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, more important. Texas more is more important, more and yeah, yeah, Quentin. But uh, if he if he hadn't been such an ass, people would probably feel. But my the thing I completely forget about the Johnny Ransdale thing is he only played two years of NFL football. Yeah. Completely yeah. forgot that. I thought he was around a little longer than that. Oh, in the NFL? Mm-hmm. No. Yep, 14 no. to 15. Then he went to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he, and he, he talks in there a lot about um, you know, how he wishes that uh, he had actually lost their last game that got him into a bowl game his, his last year in college because then he would have come back. Yeah, and he's like, but, he, but even then, he's like, like I, I would have come back for unfinished business, and then maybe that would have like lit a fire under him to, to oh, that, do the preparation. Wasn't that like the Peach Bowl against Duke? He had a great game that game. Yeah. I think that's what you're talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. that one was that good was too. Crazy. Yeah, 
Um, the thing I saw, and I don't know if you're going to jump to this. I usually jump to things too quick, anyways. So that's what I do the best. Uh, was the 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 comment he made about the Cowboys, though? Did you see this? Oh yeah, yeah. About how he was, he wanted to go to the Cowboys, but of he course. was like, "Yeah, I would, I would have been dead." Well, he said, "I would have died." I yeah, died. I, I won that star in my helmet. I had my fingers crossed, hoping that they would draft me at sixteen. They didn't, and he said it was probably a good thing because I'd be dead. I was when I, stuff was going on. We know he came to Austin a few times uh, when nothing was going on at College Station, but another place he'd go is Dallas and the main stay at Rio. Right? Yeah, I know. Right, that's crazy. Right, that swan in that pool. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. He said that, but it does make sense. You know, he talked about. Well, oh, he lost how much pounds because he was doing cocaine. Yeah. He was skiing everywhere. When you're, when you're I was 210 pounds when I left Cleveland. I was 170 pounds sitting in Vegas that August, that September, October, whatever it was later in that year. 40? How you lose 40 pounds? You're on a strict diet of blow. Like again, <laughs> I, I, I I keep going back and forth of like I appreciate Johnny Menzel and his openness about his issues and yeah. things, and he says he mentions all these things like he's like these are just facts. And he doesn't sugarcoat it. He is speaking his truth on yep. things, right? Uh, he doesn't really. And why I, I like appreciate what he's kind of coming out. He kind of, you know, he doesn't really blame not much on anybody else for what he did. I feel yeah. like he, he he's taking ownership. It's like, dude, I was, I I was not a good person. You know what I mean? Like I I was not in a good state. Here, I, th- I think I have. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. I touch on that. End of the day, I don't have anybody to blame but myself. My mom and dad didn't raise me to be that. And Coach Sumlin or Coach Kingsbury or any of those guys at Texas A&M didn't raise me to be that way. My teammates sure as hell didn't push me down that path of being there. So why did it happen? You know, those are the questions that have taken me a decade to find out. And, but see, the other thing is that he keeps coming back to, like, he, he mentions about how, like, he didn't know how to prepare as an NFL quarterback. Like, he's like, I didn't know. I didn't know how to do all that. I'm like, well, Johnny, I, I'm not an expert. Okay, but I'm pretty sure going out and partying and doing blow and all these things is not how you do it. No, right. You know, he talks about how when he was in the building, in the in the film room, like he 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 studied and watched it and did all that stuff. Yeah. But he's like, but then when it comes time to go home, he didn't want to do it, and it's because oh, I didn't, I, I wasn't enjoying football. I didn't enjoy uh, Cleveland. I didn't like no. the, you know. And I'm like, well, no. okay, is is he, is he a, a somebody who obviously has a problem with alcohol and and, and that kind of thing, other things too, and yeah. partying, right. Which I do want to be sympathetic about and not just be like, hey, man, just pull your head out of your ass. But like at the other times, I'm like, like, just maybe you, you can't do that and be a quarterback. Like, that's not a weird connection to make. Um, and, I'm, and so I'm like, I, like, I don't, he talks about uh, being too depressed to hang out with LeBron James. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's and, where he was at in life. LeBron was inviting him over, as what you're saying, to, to come yeah. hang out, play some pool and whatnot with his boys in Cleveland. Yeah. He's like legit my biggest role model at that point. I couldn't even get out of bed. That's how depressed I was. And I'm like, well, first, like, 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 it's LeBron James. Go, go, get right. out. Right. Go do it. I, like, I this is all Texas some... A&M's fault. Yeah. Making him <laughs> such a star. He didn't know how to handle it too much too soon. Well, I do think it's interesting. Of like, yeah, like, is, the blood's is, on is your he hand somebody boosters. that has yep. all these demons? Right with with the drugs and the partying and all of this and like we should have sympathy for him and be happy that he apparently like they they opened this thing up with him not wanting to do a shot with Shannon Sharp like a do you drink he's like no nah, I don't I'm not doing that right now there you go and I'm like okay so he's taking positive stuff he talks about how it's like he's I was like I don't do therapy every day every once in a while mostly it's just like I do reflection with myself personal reflection mm-hmm. and try things out which I'm like that's commendable yeah but it's also like I'm like but like you know. He's also trying to do it by himself, and so I'm like, like it's, it's, to me, it's like uh, 
seeing somebody who has a, a drug addiction or problem who hasn't yet hit rock bottom, and you're like, no. you're like, oh, they're yes, they understand that this is an issue, and they understand that they can't that this will kill them if they don't change. But like, it's also like you're not really taking the steps, perhaps that you should. And so, like, you know, but again, is he a guy that deals with all these demons, and that's what took him down, or is he a guy that like as soon as he didn't have a an entire support staff, he talks about how. Everybody that was helping him out at Texas A&M, he talks about his family and his yeah. friends now. I'm like, as soon as things, when he goes to the pros, and it's like, well, hey, you just got to, you know, now it's time to be a grown-up, Johnny, and like, he can't do it. And he's like, I didn't know how. And so I'm like, is he just a spoiled guy that when he doesn't have everything yeah. working in Speaking his favor? Which, do you know who his offensive coordinator was? Yeah, no. Kyle Shanahan. Oh, <laughs> in Cleveland yeah. in 2014. Oh, in Cleveland. Does, wow. Now we know who yeah. to point the finger at, dude. He does mention that. Someone that can't help him get over that line. That line being an addiction to cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So no, no, when, Okay. Um, I did think one of the interesting things in there, and now we're running up against another commercial break, so we'll come back, is his relationship with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. And I don't know how you got your guys' thoughts on what you feel about Cliff Kingsbury. There's a little bit of this in there as well. With uh, of of okay, do I like you? Do I not like you? Are you getting a bad rap? Are you really a good dude? With Cliff, is he a good coach? Well, you look know. at the other quarterback Cliff coached, Pat Mahomes, Kyler Murray okay. too. Kind of worked out all right for that guy. Sure. Um, the point is that I want to come. Like it, it did kind of make me try to reevaluate the idea of Cliff Kingsbury because I would have said like, don't let him anywhere. Caleb Williams. Don't don't have yeah. him if you if he's coaching because he's now with the, the Commanders. I'm like I don't know if I'd feel good about that. I don't know. I, I do want to talk about how his relationship with Cliff Kingsbury and how it uh, can make you reevaluate Cliff as well in return. Three guys on sports. We'll be right back talking to Johnny Manziel. Three guys on sports. Nick, Noah, Sawyer, and you as well. 834-1027. We are talking to Johnny Manziel. He was on the Shannon Sharps Club Shay Shay podcast. Excellent, excellent uh, thing for you guys to listen to. If you, if you like, uh, Johnny Manziel is one of those whatever he's on, like he still has that it factor that makes me want to uh, pay attention, even if it's like just going over the same stuff. Um, I do want to know uh, if anybody has watched it, if like that changes your opinions on Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, quick, let's go to the phone lines here. I don't know who this is or what they want to talk about, but anytime you call 834 I'll put you on there. So hello, caller. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, howdy. Uh, no, I'm not going to forgive a spoiled a uh, spoiled man who grew up entitled in football mm-hmm. and um, just, you know, just the entitlement because he grew up rich, you know, was fortunate enough to have money. But, you know, once he falls off the face of the earth and, you know, he he has a substance abuse problem, you know, boo-hoo. So does everybody else. Yeah. But, no, I'm not going to forgive him. No, screw Johnny. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um... One of my other questions about Johnny Menzel and this whole rehab process, he talks about how he's in the best place ever. He's got the support group. He yeah. uh, is playing golf. and Golfing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, here, hang on. Hang on. But, like, just do you believe that this is the last, like, relapse or issue with Johnny Menzel? Because he talks about how, you know, he was drinking in high school, and then they, they had a hit, and then he goes and has his, his redshirt freshman year at Texas A&M. He gets arrested. They have a come-to-Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, that got me focused. Right. It, but as soon as they go beat Alabama and it's Johnny football and there's many, right. he's like, all right, I'm going to party now. So that second year, right. you know, where they, they had a disappointing, I think it was like four losses. It's like, oh, no, I'm partying again. And then it's like, okay, well, now you have a shot at the NFL, or the draft. And so he's like, 
Well, you know, he had the best training camp ever, was on the straight and narrow. We all know there was that uh, scare where he thought he was going to test positive for marijuana before the draft, and they luckily tested clean. You know, and then it's like, okay, well, now he's, then he's like, there's, there's like four or five of these, like, all right, I'm, I've learned my lesson. I've, I've hit whatever rock bottom, maybe I'll put it. But then it's like, okay, but as soon as things go good again for him, it's like, all right, I'm going to get back to partying. So do you think that this is the last misstep for Johnny Menzel? I think it's the last time we care. Yeah. If anything, I mean, uh, what is he, 31 now? Yes. Uh, there's really not any other options for him to do anything other than, like, new player media. Like, they got, you know, start a podcast, something like that. But I mean, I can see he, he does a good job, uh-huh. you know, on, on the podcast. He's interesting to listen to. I mean, is he I, the last, like, good quarterback A&M's even had, like, stud-wise, it seems like? I mean, I can't name a single other. He was after Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And so, what other? I mean, well, Mond, well, I mean, I mean, I mean he talks about right. Kyler was there for a year. Yeah, but did but Kyler actually they, play? I, I thought he transferred. I mean, they definitely was not yeah. thought of as a, a top quarterback. Yeah. Did. Um, yeah. No, I mean that. I don't, I don't think so. But I mean, but so so you don't care whether or not he. No. That's something again. You're just over it. Yeah, I, I just think that's like. We're beating a dead horse at this point. Right. We have other players that are far more interesting with problems. Yeah, I mean, I, how sorry does he want us to feel for him is kind of my question. I don't know if that's really even. I didn't know that wants. we were still doing this too yeah, with like, Johnny Manziel. It's like uh, I thought we, I thought we were already. We get it at yeah. this point. Like, I your opinions are kind of made up on him, and I don't think that it. It's one of those things where it's like, it, it's almost worse to not even care. In general, yeah. it's like you, 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 I, either side of the road. I'm just like indifferent at this point. Congrat! Like college career highlights are great and all that, but I'm happy that he's not. You know, still, I mean, I'm happy he's, the guy's yeah. alive, yeah, right? Like of course, he's, but... he, he figured it out. Obviously, a little too late, but like he's got his bar down there. I think it's the money bar down in A and M. So he's got his little business he's doing. He's actually making decisions that seems smart to him and utilizing the platform he still has, which College Station is going to be the place where you yeah, utilize exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. He'll never have to buy a drink. I mean, he doesn't drink to, anymore, but like right. some made man down there for the, the rest of his life. The one thing with him and this kind of the era he came up in was that was really st- the real break of social media. So he was in that era where, I mean, he was able to go and get access to a lot of people who are reaching out to him. I mean, he was parting with Drake and, and Justin yeah, Bieber. Drake was writing songs about right, him. Right, hanging yeah. out with LeBron, obviously, because he was in Cleveland. So it was not to make an excuse for him by any means, because, yeah, these are all decisions he made. Uh, it, it was a different platform. It was a different world that with the social media that was going on. And what was it? It was 2014 when he got drafted. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in that regard, there's like, all right, there's that, but... Do I feel bad for him? No, I'm happy that he seems to be on a good track here, and he recognizes like, oh, I I sucked. I was a bad person, and I just, I you know, he had a lot of talent. I don't know how good he could have been in the NFL. Yeah, the size thing was an issue. But in that documentary that came out a couple months ago, he even said like, legit, they go zero. There was zero tape he watched in Cleveland. He didn't watch any tape. Yeah, like they tracked so much. Favor. So like that man was not in the right mindset. I don't know where, if any place, he got drafted to. Would have been good. Now Cleveland's, you know, Cleveland's a pretty depressing place to be. But at least he didn't go to Dallas because at Dallas, like you said, he could have just, you know, like he said, done a bag, a wrong bag of blow, and he'd been cooked. So, well, you know, he, I think he, his point about Dallas was just that he knew too many of the wrong 100%. people. Hundred percent. Right. Knew where to party. Like, like that was his home. That was that was his home turf. 
If he had gone to a New York team, too, the media would have absolutely destroyed him. I mean, look, I I was not a Johnny Manziel believer. I remember at the time, that was the thing, is that Jerry Jones was in love with him and wanted to draft him for the Cowboys. Uh, A lot of jersey sales. A lot of jersey sales. And there was the whole joke of Stephen Jones having to hold him back so he couldn't draft him. I I forget who they took then. Was 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 that Zach Martin? Well, I feel like that was the, we took a line or something there, um, but also like if any uh, organization in the NFL could handle Johnny Football, yeah, I mean, it was the Cowboys. I mean, they, they handled the White House, and, and Michael Irving stabbed a guy with some scissors because he cut in line at the at the barber uh, the, the haircut line yeah. in the locker room. Yeah. So if anybody could kind of help that now, the, the problem is that also I'm like, well, you know. I could see Jerry helping Johnny Menzel, but I could also see Jerry like being there right next to him, yeah. doing all of the yeah. things and everything as well. We all know how much Jerry loves coddling his athletes. So it was Zach Martin. Yeah, I mean, probably the good decision yes. there for them. Thank Jeez. you to that, and and as well, hot takes Steve. We texted that in. Uh, Zach Newbromfel says we're talking Cliff Kingsbury. Can we get Ed Clements on to mention how he couldn't win with Patrick Mahomes? Uh. And yeah, I did want to talk about because it, it, it did make me reevaluate Cliff Kingsbury a little bit, and just that Johnny talked about how like that was his big problem was was that because uh, Cliff Kingsbury was that that first year, and then the second year he moved on, and like Cliff Kingsbury was the guy that kept him on the straight and narrow, who understood that hey, and, and, and Cliff has got lots of quotes, uh, the Scooby Doo picture with that hot girl, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's hot, good for you, Johnny, show yeah. up to work tomorrow. You know, so yeah. I feel like Cliff also kind of knew, like, hey, this guy, and I believe that there are people that need to be themselves and need to party, and that when you take that away from them, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's Deshaun Watson and massages. I don't know, man. Right, I right. don't know. But that's what also Cliff was kind of saying on that documentary was kind of had to let him do his thing. He's like, a college yeah. kid, right? Exactly. Now, did he have to let him do that much? I don't know, but how much? I don't know. How, how much can you really stop a guy who's, at that point, one of the best players? He won the Heisman his, his, his freshman year, technically. So, Well, look, I mean, he had that fantastic yeah. yield. Cliff was there, and right. then the next year he didn't do as good. And it was yeah. it was because he was partying too much. And so, like, the right. absence that of Cliff and the Kingsbury. tape was kind of out there on him. Yes. Yeah. On what he'd do, which was Well, just, I mean, okay, what does the tape get you? Like, he's going to go out there and run around and But, I mean, you can him. scheme better for a quarterback yeah, at that point. Well, but, I, look, do you think it was because they had tape on him or because he was partying all the time? A little bit of both, probably. Because he's I'm, definitely I'm go partying party. his freshman year, too. Yeah, you but he's taking he's it to a next level. He's right. partying with Drake now. Mm. All right? You're not just partying, like, college and Texas A&M. I, I don't know. I, I think it's more off-the-field things that were, having a, that were distracting him than, than people just had figured out Johnny Menzel. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and this goes back to the, he, he talks about how... Uh, his respect for uh, Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. bringing him to A and M, how they squandered that. Yeah, and it's interesting that Kyler ends up with Cliff Kingsbury at um, Arizona with the Cardinals, right? And you know, th- we all know about how that was. Like he, they, they bumped Josh Rosen because of how much he was in love with Kyler Murray. He was like, "That's the guy that I want." Do you did, did Cliff do a good job with Kyler Murray? Did he do a good job developing him? What are your thoughts on Kyler? Um, right now? 
I mean, they always started off really hot in the regular uh, season, and then mm. they just felt like they fell apart a lot. Did they make the playoffs once? I don't. Yes, even, they did. They the lost one time. a wild card game to the yeah. Rams. Yeah, the Rams. I mean, to the Super but just Bowl. as far as being like a like his skills as a quarterback, because that was that's the other issue with Kyler is he getting this little bit of this immaturity, this off the field concerns. Not obviously as Johnny Manziel's. He's but just playing video games. He's playing video yeah, games. He's playing. But the, but, the, but again, the a quarterback who is not doing what he needs right. to do outside the facility to be at his best. Right. Even though it's very clear that Kyler Murray, when he is at his best, is pretty, one of these top. He's pretty, pretty damn good. good. Pretty yeah. damn good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I just think that Arizona made a mistake in hiring Cliff Kingsbury because they knew they would get Kyler Murray, and I think yeah. that was the issue there. Do I think he developed him poorly? I don't know. It seems like Kyler, I mean, we saw him only at the end of the year for, because of his injury, but it seems like he's kind of more focused and I don't know if that's more credit to the new hire with um, Gannon as the coach. But. I would say so. I mean, you look at the first three years of Kyler Murray, he goes from a 5-10 and 10 record to 8-8 eight and eight to 9-5, and five, and his completion percentage goes up every single year. I would say that's the sign of a quarterback that's developing and progressing right. as a player. And then it's just like regular season wear and tear. I don't think Cliff was ever meant to be a head coach yeah. in the NFL. So 100%. Like and you mentioned you know, how Johnny was one of the first quarterbacks in the huge uh uh, social media era, right? Like, is Kyler is is he not preparing and playing video games, or is it just part of how the the generation? It's a generational thing of uh, work life balance and making sure that you're not just sitting there grinding all the time. And like, like, so is, is it is it Kyler or is it just his generation? Is it just a sign? I think of the it's times? the Cardinals organization as well. They didn't need to release the information that they're like, hey, you have oh, to yeah, do this. Was, and that was ridiculous. That, 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 that's that malfeasance that on the Cardinals. Correct. There. Yeah. And I think it's to try to that when that came out hurt Kyler Murray's odds of signing anywhere else, too, mm-hmm. is so that they knew they could keep him, they could keep him on the deal that they got, so they'd make oh, him look yeah, like it damaged it's goods. A thousand percent uh, but here's organization the thing. Would you rather have Kyler Murray or Justin Fields? Those are two, Today? I would say, completely. And, and uh, physical capabilities, they're completely identical. I mean, I trust Kyler Moore as a passer. Exactly. Yeah. I trust but, Kyler Moore in general. I also like, but it's also like, I, I'm really interested to see what Justin Fields does after the Bears. Mm-hmm. If he can have a Geno Smith type uh, resurgence, because like he, he's shown you that like there's been games last year where he's just gone off. Mm-hmm. I mean, the I forget who it was, but there was only like DJ Lions two game. touchdowns. He went, really he went off on the uh, a lot of that he was had, like, yards four after touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, or that was uh, the Bears versus Washington. Yeah, but that was a lot of yards after the catch. You know, when you're getting still, the ball. Yeah, still. I mean, okay, fine. So he's Brock Purdy. Okay. No, I'm just saying it's just I like know, screen passes go for like 80 yards, and you're like that's stat bad now. But you have point, seen but. him. When given proper tools, yeah, and everything that he can make plays and and and, and be one of these electric. Cole Komet is a guy that's really been he was helpful really for, good this year. Yeah. Uh, and see, okay, well, look, Cole Komet has been a, a dark horse breakout tight end mm, for years, years, especially in fantasy. Yeah, and it hasn't really happened. There's a little bit of it. I forget if that was Justin Fields. It was like one end of the season, maybe it was last year. But like, like is. Cole Komet unlocking Justin Fields is Justin Fields finally unlocking Cole Komet. So yeah, it, like that's not like go, him going to Atlanta. Which what would that do for Kyle Pitts in well, an organization that came guys. out and said we really like the way Kyle blocks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I think that, I think that he could unlock Kyle Pitts. He could unlock Drake London. He could help Bijan uh, go to even the heights that Bijan wants to go to. Which I don't know if you guys have seen, but Bijan wants two thousand yards. We can discuss mm. that. Warns at high noon here in a little bit. Here we go. Um, and then just finally with this Cliff Kingsbury thing, um, you know, now he's involved with Caleb Williams, which is again incredibly talented quarterbacks, but people are doubting Caleb Williams and his whole diva mentality. Noah is vigorously shaking his head yes with me because I know you. Don't, you I mean, know, just, uh, not sorry, I'm just joking with yeah. you, man. But 
you know, so now, and then there's, it's like, okay, what's well, interesting, uh, Cliff is the offensive coordinator of the Commanders. They have the second pick. If they were to reunite, would that, like... Yeah, I don't know. Cliff's track record right now is arguably 50-50, and I think... Like his record, pretty much. Yeah, essentially. And so it's a crapshoot. Because Case Keenum is still a very competent quarterback in the NFL, and he set all those records at U of H with Cliff. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe that's just the answer, is that he's a, he's a guy that's he's, he's a quarterback guru, but perhaps not a, a head coach material. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he specializes in these guys who are kind of, I don't want to say head cases, but, you know, just, just come with baggage. Yeah. And he, he does it good enough to get him on the field, but maybe not to keep him there. I don't know. All right. Uh, when we come back, let's get into some Do You Care? We did not finish. Oh, yeah. Did not get to that because we were talking Johnny Menzel. Uh, there's big news. More news yet again about the college football playoffs, about the uh, EA Sports NCAA football you game coming up. there. Yep. That's mine, mine, too. Whatever <laughs> else. Noah and Sawyer, unless I just scooped them both. Ah, that's how it feels, Noah. Yep. That's how it feels. Three guys on sports rounding out hour one here on a Thursday with you, Nick, Noah, Sawyer, in your ear holes. And um, uh, yes, Noah, to our off-air conversation, I cannot call on AT&T. Do you you having problems with your phone as well? Verizon's got me good. Nope. Uh, T-Mobile shouts out. Shout out. You know what? There was literally yesterday, two guys were walking up to my house when I'm sitting outside. Mm -hmm. I was trying to enjoy some fresh air. Uh, trying to sell me on something for AT&T, and I had to give him the whole, I'm not interested, dude. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's like, this is a good time. I was like, nah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm good, man. And I, I felt bad, but now I'm like, did they, did they, put a, did they, they knew take something. down the network? They knew something. What was going on? Uh, we must warn you. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom was trying to call me this morning. She's like, we had have, we have this weird phone tag where it would connect for five seconds. Yeah. And then it would just hang up as soon as she got to the point of whatever she was calling me. Yeah. Uh, and so I had to call her from one of our uh, office phones here. And she was just calling to see if she could call me. That was the whole thing. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, we established that. Good good, good test there, Mom. Uh, okay. We're going to get into some do you care here in a second. But first of all, are you good? do you guys care out there? 834-1027. That's the phone number to call or text. As always, uh, our guy Zach from New Braunfels. We were talking Cliff Kingsbury, his effect on Johnny Menzel previously because uh, of the whole Shannon Sharp thing. Uh, and he says, Cliff Kingsbury, like your guy from New Braunfels. So we gave you Schlitterbahn, Cliff Kingsbury, and Sixpence None the rich, Richer. Wow. You're welcome, Warren. Really? Nice. That's a pretty, that's a pretty good uh, resume there. Uh, Zach, how, how famous are you when it comes to people from New Braunfels? Have we done reading your text messages over the years on the radio? Has that helped you out? I don't know. Give me a list. You're not, you're not on the Wikipedia page. None of these people are on the Wikipedia page, but uh, anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Awkward transition into some do you care. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sawyer, why don't you start us off because there's a uh, college football video game news. Yeah. The uh, EA Sports account actually just put out two, um, two hours ago. 134 FBS schools are officially in the EA Sports College Football 25. Let's go. Uh, the big news yesterday is that uh, they are offering uh, the opportunity for players' likeness to be in the game. And you got to think, well, what's that going to get you in this era of NIL and all that money? Well, it's $600 flat is what will get. they'll pay you to put you in the game. But that's not all, Nick and Noah. Mm. You also get a free copy of the game with Ooh, it. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, really smart. Okay. I thought it was a little, uh, I was like, that's kind of a little ridiculous. But um, the, as you read on, that is the going rate that uh, pros even get in the Madden NFL games yeah, and the NHL. NFL. Yeah, uh, soccer games. 
so th- I laugh that they say that a copy of the game that's valued that's typically valued at seventy dollars because I guarantee you it's a digital download code, yeah. which is nothing. That cost they cost, cost them, nothing. And then you know how much money those games make off of those like pay to play ultimate team type things that they are putting into this game. They're right. going to use uh, like legendary college players. Hey, you know what? Run a dynasty squad with <laughs> 2013 Johnny Manziel in there. there you go. Yeah. Well, it is interesting because like I'm like are they going to cuz they're going to have to pay the older guys as well, right? I got to imagine if you have signed a deal through EA at any point like say with uh um any of the Madden games, like they already have Barry Sanders in that. You can get an Oklahoma State Barry Sanders kind of retrofitted in. That's why you never saw uh What's his name? Belichick was never in a single Madden. There was always it, they called it New England coach yep, or yeah, like different right. guy. There's a couple other coaches that didn't want to do it. Well, there's not going to be coaches in this game, at least for the first installment. No real coaches. Uh, so you're going to have to create a Sark. You want to guide your Longhorns. Uh, the NIL and Transfer Portal will be in the game. There you go. Uh, you cannot create a player who chooses to not be in the game. Wait, so, what? Hang on. Like, oh. like, if for some reason Quinn Ewers were to not create yeah. his likeness, they will, what they're going to do is they're going to... Do an amalgamation of how your school has done in, at that position. They're huh. just going to do it, give you a, a generic, generic guy. interesting guy that they'll throw in there. And so, like, if you try to go in, like, I don't know how, like, I don't know how they're going to prevent you. You can't just pick a white quarterback who's got Quinn's down- measurements. And, and they always have number. the downloadable rosters too, where you can just go on and someone's already plugged always away be at working it. at those. Yeah, I absolutely. think they're saying that they're not going to be able to do that. I don't think interesting. they're going to try to. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Let's see how that works. That you can't just go in there and create a player. Uh, let's see. Quintavious Ewers. <laughs> they got the personalities too for that. That'll be on the game. They got Kirk Herbstreit, Classic, Reese Davis, Chris Fowler, Jesse mm-hmm. Palmer, Kevin, uh, Kevin Connors, and then David Pollock. It's going to be also. I love his paintings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He'll be on. Wait, David Pollock is in here? Uh, yeah, no. Didn't he get canned? Or like, I mean, well, he, he keeps. Now he's gone super. Super conservative and oh, there you go. Didn't know that. Uh, is trying he to runs save, the ball a lot. He's mm. trying to save women's <laughs> sports. Oh, okay. The trans people. And he keeps he, he did. I forget what the picture. He posted something uh, right on on Black History Month that was like, oh no, don't do that, don't do that. So oh. he keeps having his weird his weird picture that meme that he posts. I, I don't follow along. Um, the memes have been great of uh, people talking about when I uh, lose my five-star recruit at yes. my like JUCO yeah. college or whatever to Ohio State for a million dollars in a Lamborghini. Oh, there, there's got to be a slider where you just like no no transfers. You just yeah. turn that off. Turn that off. Um, and uh, they will if you are in it for multiple years, you get six hundred bucks mm. back to the oh, okay. Yeah, that makes like, sense. So if you're in it next year, you will also get it. And you can opt out. You can decide to do it this year, and the next year opt out. And so, which are, well, uh, what do these guys don't want a, f- a free six hundo? Well, it's it's interesting because like the they're gonna say that it's for over uh, eleven thousand players are gonna be in this game because all the schools that they are what they're expecting. If they each get six hundred bucks, that's six half a half a million ish. Uh, mm-hmm. I looked it up, and when it, the basically the last time that they sold. This game was out in 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 15 million copies that it sold. But Ooh. like, I did the math that like at the 70 bucks on that the last edition made just over a billion dollars. There you go. And so that while that is like industry standard, I suppose. Yeah, people are um, gonna go nuts for this game too. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Especially now that it seems like it's actually gonna. It's got legs. Will be this summer. Uh, but I do. The, the, the point was is, is that like it's less than a million dollars. They're going to pay all these guys 
for their likeness, but yet they're going to make at least a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of like, hey, give them a percentage or something. Oh uh, yeah, uh, and they're only offering it to eighty-five players per school max. Oh really? So because yeah. well, you look at these sidelines, there's yeah, a lot hundreds, of guys out there. Hundreds. I think Arch-, Arch is going to do it. Yeah, why not? Um, that'd be pretty fun. You know where the money used to be in all this was in the uh, song licensing. Yeah, oh, I'm friends yeah. with uh, Mike Weeby who played in the Riverboat Gamblers, and they had a song in Madno Four, huh. and then like cut to 20 years later, and I'm now friends with Mike Weeby. And when I bring that up, I was like, Yeah, I used to play this on my GameCube. Listen, to it. he hates that story because it dates him. <laughs> But he always tells he's like, yeah, we were in an <laughs> ATX versus uh, uh, all those little bike games or whatever. And he goes, mm-hmm. yeah, that money went fast, but it was a lot of it. it. Turns out when you're giving thousands and thousands of dollars to a punk rock band, they are not the most responsible <laughs> with it. <laughs> uh, another note on on the new college football twenty five, uh, the playoffs and realignment will be customizable. Mm. Good. Yeah, we can fix the Good. college football playoffs. Because they're already talking about 14 teams. Yeah, they need to slow down. Slow down, partner. You should be able do to do the college playoffs with the mascots. Yeah, mascot mashup. Classic. Okay, I'm sure you can. Did you guys play any of the weird funky teams? I, I never went and played like a classic team or like playing like the 85 Hokies. Or oh, no. 1932. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it's been so long. I since mean, I, I'm, that's more in like in the NFL mm. Madden, but. I just I don't know. Just give me give me my teams. Give me my creative player. That's all I want. So, uh, but I, I, do you care? Fourteen team playoff for college football? No, I hope many. I hope I do care because I do not want that. Twelve's a lot already. Yeah. No, thank you. Please stop. Okay. Keep the four. Yeah, there's gonna be too buys. many games. Yeah, because yeah. what? Then there would only be yeah. No, 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 no. Two buys at that point, or how would that work, math wise? Well, I think they're gonna. They, they were saying that there would be four. No, two two buys. Right. And, well, it's, it said that there was going to be... The Big Ten and the SEC champion, pretty much, yeah. That no. there would be two buys, but then they would just play out the rest of the 12-team format as it would happen this next year mm. that we talked about yesterday. But I'm like, but that includes four buys. Yeah, too so many cooks you, in the do you, kitchen. Do you get two weeks off if you're the top two teams? Mm-hmm. How does it... Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't like that. Just stick no. with the 12. I've already adjusted enough. Yeah. But as we have found out about college sports, it's all about the money. It's all about the cash. It's all it's money, about... Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Um, all right. Uh, plenty of do you care meat on the bone for you guys to go later on in the show. However, uh, we got to come up because at the, at the top of the hour, at the top of hour two, it's noon, and that means horns at high noon. So we'll see what Noah's got in his bag. Talk about the Longhorns. Yep. I've got a couple of things here. And oh, yeah, Bijan Robinson has his high ambitions for his sophomore season in the NFL. That's coming up next. Stick around through guys on sports. Excitement is building for the return of ACL Radio's Blues on the Green this year. Mark your calendar for two nights of music, food, and fun, Tuesday, June 11th and Wednesday, June 12th. We want to thank all of our sponsors, specifically Circuit of the Americas, for helping to keep ACL Radio's Blues on the Green free and open to the public in Zilker Park. Blues on the Green is an Austin tradition, and we look forward to seeing you again this summer. 